Welcome to our May Worship Night, which is available on YouTube and Spotify. After this reflection, there is a playlist that is a mix of new and old songs. I encourage you to use the playlist however you feel led. You can listen to it straight through, skip songs, repeat them, pause the playlist or come back to it later in the week. As you watch this video and use the playlist, let Holy Spirit guide you in that response. Sing a new song, dance, draw, write a word cloud, make something, sit completely still and in silence. You could spend the whole time flat on your face, no one's watching, you can be completely free. If you want to share any artwork or creations, feel free to do so on Christchurch Collective. And if you have any words or pictures, please email them to the church office. So, today we celebrate Pentecost. As I've read through the passages around the events leading up to this celebration, the word that has stood out to me most is gift. In Acts 1, Jesus says to the disciples, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptised with water, but in a few days you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. I was thinking about receiving gifts and how sometimes the best gifts are those that are eagerly anticipated, the ones you've been hoping for, waiting for or saving for. When I was little at Christmas, my mum would let me go through the Argos catalogue and mark a few things I might like with a dot. But I always put stars next to the thing that I really, really wanted. And to be honest, I would be so excited to receive any of them. But sometimes, even better, are gifts or, I guess, purchases of things that we didn't entirely even know we wanted, but we instantly feel like we couldn't live without. Or maybe not a material object, but a friendship or a relationship. Someone who walked into your life and was the person you didn't know was missing, but now they're here, you just couldn't imagine them not being here. I feel like on Pentecost, the disciples are kind of hit with both. Um, like when a friend tells you that they've got you something or they're taking you somewhere that you're going to really, really like. So you're super excited, but you have no idea what for. Um, but you do know that it's going to be great. The disciples have obediently waited as Jesus told them to, probably with varying emotions of excitement and confusion, maybe impatience or expectancy. In Luke, we see Jesus tell them to wait until they are clothed with power. And in Acts, um, he says to wait for a gift from the Father. But they're not exactly sure what that gift will look like. And then suddenly, Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Peter proceeds to preach the gospel, the death and resurrection of Jesus, the forgiveness of sin and the freedom that is given in its place. He tells those listening of the coming of the Holy Spirit, poured out on all those who believe and are baptised. I know a lot of people dislike targeted ads on social media, but I'm a weirdo and I love them. Um, they've helped me find things that I was looking for and sometimes things that I 
wasn't, um, from church retreats to bridesmaids dresses and presents for friends. Um, and if I found those things to be good, um, like the comfiest tights that I've ever worn in my life, um, I will instantly start telling everyone about them. Even as the gift of Holy Spirit is being released, Peter is sharing it, explaining it as a gift available to all. Holy Spirit is the most amazing gift sent to us after Jesus returned to heaven. And the inclusivity of who this gift is available to is shown by Peter's address to all who live in Jerusalem and the ability of all nations to understand the message in their own language. If that wasn't enough, we are also reminded that we are called to even more. That when the Spirit is poured out on all people, they will prophesy. They will see visions and dream dreams. Holy Spirit is our gift that keeps giving. Counselor, prompt, helper, guide, revealer of truth, intercessor, teacher, advocate, the one who abides with us and dwells in us. Walking with Holy Spirit brings boldness, bears fruit and brings joy and peace and hope. Many of us have been living in a state of survival over the last year and a half. I feel like now God is asking us to wait on him and listen and allow ourselves to be filled by him. To let our hearts be melted, to seek the thin places where heaven touches earth. To listen to his voice, to sense his leading and be bold enough to step into whatever or wherever is next. To catch a glimpse or just an idea of what it is to see his glory to dream dreams and see visions and use and grow these as kingdom is ushered in in a world around us. To eagerly desire and pray for the gifts of the Spirit and to use these to bear witness to all that Jesus has done through his death and resurrection and in our lives. As we spend time worshipping, let us pray big, bold prayers. Let us give thanks for the gift that Holy Spirit is to us but let us not then keep that gift in a box. A gift is never going to benefit the recipient in the way it was meant to if it is left unused. Let us take the limits off our expectations of what our wild, untamable, ultimately loving father can do and what he wants to do in us and through us as his children and his church and be open to all that can be done through the power of Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. We open our hearts to you and ask you to fill us, lead us, guide us, grow us. We ask you to set our hearts on fire again, to do whatever you want to and to do what only you can do. Amen. Let's worship. <laughs>